Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? A good guy! I know it! Hi, <laughs> I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch old movies and see how they hold up today in the modern eye. We're a podcast on Entertainment One's podcast network. I'm Robert Larone. With me, as always, is Blaine Waters and Jay McNabb. And we're here to talk about a very important, very relevant movie, something that is going to be scaring children for years to come. But before we get into that, <laughs> We want to thank our Patreons. Those are the people who give us one, three, five dollars a month. Really, any amount of money, and that helps us keep the podcast going, keeps the lights on, as we sometimes say. Yeah, it, it allows us to buy, uh, you know, toys from a back alley. <laughs> what? It's, yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> what kind of toys are you buying in a back alley, Blaine? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe a dollar or two. I don't know. Okay, well, that sounded worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's the plot to this movie, guys. It's not just my life. Just my life. Well, you can go to patreon.com slash rewatchability and pledge there, and we will appreciate it. Yes, we certainly will. Thank you so much to our Patreon donors uh, who are already giving. Yeah, and you yeah. get the podcast early and ad-free. Yeah, and you get a classic episode ad-free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a good thing. <laughs> go there and donate. <laughs> Today we're talking about Child's Play, the 1988 horror film starring Brad Dorif. Yeah. The mom from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> oh, shit. <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> that creepy guy from every 80s movie? Oh, you said Brad Dorf. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Creepy? What do you mean? He's the, one of the finest dramatic actors of his generation. Wow. He, he's okay. amazing. He is amazing. Yeah, we'll talk good. more. We'll heap more praise upon Brad Dorf later. Prince is in this movie. Chris Sorry? Sarandon. Yeah. yeah, Chris Sarandon. Prince Hubbard. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. Not one of the greatest actors of his generation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he tries. He tries in this movie. We'll get into it. We'll, well get it's got to be it. tough when your sibling is, you know. So, so good. So famous. And Who's his sibling? Susan Sarandon. Oh, well, that was his wife. I thought Tim Robbins was Susan Sarandon's wife. Well, Chris Sarandon was married to Susan Sarandon and they split up and she took his name. Why did she keep his name? To prove that she's the better Sarandon. <laughs> oh, I'm so confused. 
God. Well, we're talking about Child's Play. <laughs> because there is a remake, reboot, redo of Child's Play, which, which is... finally, because I've been waiting for another Child's Play since 1988, you know? <laughs> there just hasn't been another one, and I've been no. waiting for it. There's been a real void of Chucky-related films and properties. I thought it was going to get so big, but nothing. No, mm. yeah. No. But there is the new Child's Play movie coming out starring Aubrey Plaza... Yeah. As the mom. And I don't know if you guys... She's have... my second favorite plaza after Nakatomi. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have seen the marketing for the new Child's Play movie, but they're going after another movie, which has been uh, re-released or, you the know, propertized. Yeah. 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 Toy Story. Yeah. It's being released on the same day as Toy Story 4. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is pretty weird. Well, it's funny because I had forgotten that the kid in this movie, his name is Andy. Right. But obviously this came out before. So did they name the kid in Toy Story after the kid in Child's Play, do you think? Oh, it was like a creepy little call out? Yeah. yeah maybe. I, I, that wouldn't surprise me at I, all. We never saw where Woody and Buzz came from. They, it could have been from like a, you know, some homeless guy outside of a <laughs> department store. I mean, really, those sound like names for like a vibrator and a dildo. So I don't know what <laughs> What they were going for with that. Yeah. But now I can't think of anything about Toy Story without thinking of bad things because of John Lasseter. So. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. At least the makers of this movie haven't done anything terrible. Okay. Let's try to find a way to get back on track with this. <laughs> we're just going to get so many like tweets from someone being like, he kicked my dog. And we're like, what? <laughs> no. Oh, no, wait. That was John Lasseter again. <laughs> <laughs> but, Blaine, when was the first time that you saw a child's play? Uh, last night. I had never seen Child's Play in my life. I knew about Chucky. What? Yeah, it, I, I knew about Chucky. I, the first joke I made on the playground when I was a kid, I, it was about Child's Play. You, like, I remember I remember it distinctly. But you, I, you remember the first joke that you made <laughs> on a playground? Because I got such a good laugh. And I, I'd been trying for years. This was this was last week that I got the joke. Why no. do you hang around playgrounds? <laughs> 36 years old. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, no, what was, it was the like, joke? What it was, was like joke? I was in I was in grade one, and there was it doesn't it was a kid's joke. It was about claws, and Chucky doesn't even have claws. It doesn't even make any sense. Well, let's hear it. No, it's it's not even that's it. I just like <laughs> God damn it. So you Guys. didn't make a joke on the playground. <laughs> I suspect you still haven't made <laughs> any jokes. Well, I think that I am a joke right now for saying that I did that. But yeah, I I remember you know. Playing as like the Chucky doll with the This is all so stupid. Well, you know, on the kids' playground, we played like Alien. We played all these like, uh, yes. you know, and there was one kid who really loved Chucky. And so he would try, he would be Chucky all the time. He'd be like, these are aliens. Like, what is Chucky going to do? And he's like, Chucky can kill anything. <laughs> and he just run around. You're like, that kid's not going to grow up right, you know? Uh, and, and he didn't. But, uh, but yeah, so we kind of like played Chucky with this kid. I don't know. That's what I remember from Chucky. Okay. I don't remember anything else uh, from this property. I I saw the the kind of Bride of, of Chucky, right? Bride one, of Chucky, a long time ago yes. when it came out, and I don't remember much from that. I I didn't really get into this whole thing. I saw like Hellraiser more. You know, I saw the other '80s horror films more, and they got into my imagination more than this doll did. Okay. So, well, what about you, JM? Did you see this? I actually never saw this movie either. What? I like you. I well, I'd seen like some of the sequels. I think yeah. I'd seen Child's Play two or three okay. on TV, and the first one I saw, probably the same as you, was 
Bride of Chucky because mm-hmm. that came out when we were like teenagers. Yeah, and, yeah. and it was like one of those sort of post scream yeah. dimension reboots of, of yeah. horror movies uh, or franchises. So yeah, and I, I remember seeing that at like a sleepover and yeah. having no context for any of what was happening in <laughs> well, front of me. So yeah, it was so weird because you don't. He's like marrying some other girls being put into a. It was so crazy. Yeah, yeah. and also like the other movies are kind of like from the perspective of humans being terrorized by Chucky. This was like. About Chucky and a relationship. It was yeah. like a, like a <laughs> before like sunrise movie, but with Chucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I, but I had never gone back and watched the original. I don't think. I don't remember. I w- I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but when I watched it for this podcast, I'm pretty sure I never actually saw the first one. I watched this one with my wife, and and she was like, "Oh, the original Chucky. Love this one. Saw it. Jennifer Tilly is awesome." <laughs> and and I was like, "I don't know if she's in this movie, but I felt like she was because she was in all the other Chucky movies from Bride of Chucky on, kind of thing." Yeah. Well, she's at least in the one after, I think. Yeah. Wait, is she Seed of Chucky or whatever it was? I don't even know. If, I yeah, think maybe she, she is. is. Yeah. Like, she's a major part of the franchise. Like when they started mm-hmm. this new reboot. Which has nothing to do with the people who made all the other Child's Play movies and Chucky movies. She, like, tweeted or Instagrammed this picture of her holding the Bride of Chucky doll being like, it ain't my Chucky. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also, there's this weird legal thing going on right now where basically the – it's a long story. I won't get into the whole thing, but – after Child's Play got made, they were going to do a sequel and then the production company was going to be sold to this like Australian company that okay. was run. It was kind of a scam, I think. It's a long story. <laughs> but so anyway, the, basically the rights to the sequels are different from the rights to the original. Oh, so crazy. The, the guy who's been who wrote the first movie has been kind of like running the franchise yeah, Don ever Mancini. since. Yeah, he's planning his own Chucky TV show that kind of continues the continuity of the movies, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is separate from this reboot, which he's not happy with because whoever's made this reboot has the rights to that first movie, but not the franchise as a whole. So oh, there's this wow. weird thing where two studios basically both have the rights to Child's Play, but I guess they're limited in what they can and can't do i'm seeing double for chucky <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing but yeah, yeah no I, i've never really seen it because how do you because like, with the with the sherlock holmes thing like one if you own the rights to one then you can have him play the violin but if you own the rights to the other you can like get high like, there's, there's like different rights that are in the well rob can domain. get high to any movie <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah yeah you're right some some yeah. home stories are in the public domain some are still owned by like the conan doyle estate exactly yeah. and because they own certain books but certain books are now public domain so it's like the things that he did in certain books are are still owned but the, the characters it's so weird and i'm yeah. sure the same thing is true with chucky now where like the things he did in the first movie can only be done now in the remake and then these other things that are in the sequels, like other powers he may have, yeah, exactly. can't be in the remake. Like they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't put like Jennifer Tilly's character in a sequel to this right. reboot. I don't yeah. think it's confusing. Yeah, because uh, you want to make a reboot of Seed of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, time will tell. Yeah, I know. Uh, what about you, Rob? I also didn't see the original Child's oh, Play. Jesus. Oh, this is the first time this has ever happened on rewatchability. This is I the first movie we true. we haven't. It's almost as if it renders the name of the podcast meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to rebrand. Well, and... I think that's a big blind spot in all of our vision <laughs> 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 that we haven't seen the original Child's Play. This thing that has spawned 
you know, spawned like a thousand re sequels, yeah. remakes, redos. You know, it's an iconic character. I think it's fitting that we've gone back to the beginning. But also like you, yeah, I didn't see any of these. I was terrified by Chucky growing up. I never wanted to see any of these movies because it I mean, when it first came out, like I was four, which yeah. is probably I don't know how old the kid is in this uh in this movie. I can't tell the ages of children. <laughs> old enough to be blamed for a killing. <laughs> like, that's insane. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but it always terrified me and yeah. so I never saw any of them until Bride of Chucky, which really, I guess, is the one that we should be talking about. Yeah. But I'm glad that we started with the original, and I think we'll have something to talk about with this one. Well, and maybe we'll do Bride of Chucky for Halloween this year or something. I, mean, it might be nice. I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> really, really. As soon as I brought it up, you squashed But like, okay. like you were kind of alluding to, Chucky was everywhere. Like, as, mm-hmm. as weird as it is that I never saw that first movie – I, it feels like Chucky was so a part of like horror culture in our childhood because there were dolls everywhere. Yeah, there mm-hmm. was merchandise. There, Chucky was, you know, like Freddy Krueger, like Jason. He was this, you know, kind of horror icon when we were growing up. I remember yeah. like the standee, the cardboard standee for uh, Child's Play 2 <laughs> with the jack in the box, like oh, being in my creepy. video store yeah. and, and freaking me out. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I wonder if, like, parents had a hard time getting toys for their kids. Like, around 88, they're like, I don't think you can have this doll. (laughs) Is this going to murder somebody? (laughs) I just saw that movie on a date night, and uh, I'm not going to get you a doll anymore. I was going to get you birthday presents, but I see how that can turn out wrong. So, uh... (laughs) Sold all your toys. Here's a rutabaga. Rutabaga. Uh, well, let's let's get it. Let's talk about the plot of this movie. Okay, so it starts with a police chase. There's a long-haired man in a trench coat. He's running away from the cops, mm-hmm. and he gets cornered inside a toy store. And this is the dwarf guy you guys were talking about, right? That's <laughs> yeah, Tim Tim Conway oh, okay. on his knees. Yeah, good, good. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. No, Dorif, right? Brad Dorif. Brad, you don't know who Brad Dorif is? I mean, I know him from his face because it's in my nightmares from being a kid. He was in all the scary movies. Did you watch Deadwood? Yeah, he was also in Deadwood. He was yeah. Great. yeah. Also, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah. Nest. He's amazing. Oh, yeah, in. yeah. Uh, Poor little kid. Dune. Exorcist 3. Yes. <laughs> Those are all Those classics, films. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he runs in the toy store. Yeah, and he's like a serial killer. He's the Lakeshore Strangler, and finally yeah. they're going to get him because they're like on the radio, I've got the Lakeshore Strangler cornered in this toy store. <laughs> and he, while they're in there, like it's very close combat, but uh, the cop shoots mm-hmm. Brad Dorif, and he's like, ah, I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to get you for this. It's so telegraphed. Like, he's. it feels like he's telling us what this movie is all the time. <laughs> he's like, I'm dying, I'm putting my soul into my a doll. My career, it's dying. <laughs> I was in one floor of the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. And Chris Sarandon is just looking around. Like, <laughs> like the director is like, now look over there. <laughs> he's just not acting at all. But instead of falling over and dying, like he says he's going to do, he starts <laughs> chanting an incantation. <laughs> well, yeah. he's like, he pulls a doll out of a box first. Yeah, he's trying to like put his soul into some something, somebody. He's like, well, <laughs> I need to find somebody. I need to find something. Oh, God, I'm dying. 
You hear that, you son of a bitch? <coughs> I'm gonna get you for it! I'm gonna get you! And I'm gonna get Eddie! No matter what! I gotta find something. I gotta find somebody. It's it's so telegraphed. It's like you need a hospital. That's what you need. Just hand yourself in. But then he like collapses on like a big pallet of the of the good boy dolls. Yeah. But and I don't understand. What would he have done if there wasn't a toy store right there? <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends what kind of store it was. What if it f- was a sporting goods store, he would have transferred his soul into a basketball. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Chucky lamppost over there. <laughs> He's killing people by like putting the light out every once in a while. Yeah. I can't figure out how that lamppost keeps killing people, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> But yeah, so he's in a. Did he seek out the toy store because he knew this was going to happen? No, I think he just. That's where he happened to be. And he was really looking for like a person. But, yeah. you know. It's kind of like The Fallen, like that, that movie with. Uh, he like transfers his soul into people if he can touch them. It's like a, a, oh, an evil spirit. Fallen. Fallen, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool movie. Well, that's kind of the premise here is that he can transfer his soul into someone yeah. else. Yeah. So he finishes doing this spell and then lightning strikes and then it explodes. explodes the toy store. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous beginning. It was so much fun to watch. I was kind of like half watching to begin. And then after that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm all in. This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and like Chris Rannon goes fucking flying. Like he got struck yeah. by lightning. <laughs> It's insane. Like, fire goes out the windows. Yeah. And then he, like, wakes up and is like, ugh. And then runs into the fire to see this dead guy, I guess. Like, you know that guy. He's trying dead. to save the toys. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Woody, Buzz, no. A- after this, we move to a normal family home. There's a little boy. His name is Andy. <laughs> yeah. And this is like in a big brownstone building in New York. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's very like. Was it New York? I it, wasn't clear. Or, it looked like New York. I thought maybe it was Chicago or something. Uh, it might, might have I think been. it, it I must have be no Chicago because they he rides the L train later. Right. Okay. And yeah. That doesn't go to New York. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, might have been Chicago then. Might have been. <laughs> but it's this mom. She's a single parent. Her name is Karen. This is the character played by Catherine Hicks, who was the mom from Seventh Heaven. Mm. And she was also the uh, marine biologist in Star Trek IV. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> was she like William Shatner's love interest in that movie? Kind of. <laughs> she wasn't green enough, but uh, she, she might do. But she's trying really hard, but it's tough for her because she's a single mom and it's her kid just had her, his birthday, but she wasn't able to get him the toy that he most wanted because she didn't have enough time to save up for it once she knew what it was. And it's this good guy mm-hmm. doll, which is on TV and there's a show and all these accessories. It's a really big deal. It's like the Cabbage Patch. Yeah. Or Except the, the good guy doll on the TV is like seven feet tall with a paper mache head. And that's the creepiest doll oh, in yeah. the entire yeah. thing. That, the doll in that TV commercial was like way scarier than <laughs> anything else in the movie. I know. It also killed a bunch of people <laughs> yeah. in a separate story. It just <laughs> fell down. <laughs> it was so big. Goddamn. <sighs> but she can't get him this doll. No. However... She's at work the next day, and her friend— No, it's the same day. Oh, yeah. It's the same day. Her friend— This movie takes place over the course of, like, an afternoon. (laughs) It's a very short time span. That's true. It's true. 
the, this w- woman's friend comes and says, hey, I think some random person is selling the doll that you want in an alley. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then the woman is just like, no, you're getting this doll. <laughs> I bought weed from him, too. It's good. It's good. <laughs> and she drags him out there. And then the friend, like, gets cold feet. She's like, ah, no, you don't want this doll anymore. But now she has to take the doll, yeah. which she buys from this peddler. Yeah. <laughs> and by peddler, they mean, like, a terrifying, like, homeless guy from, like, a Terry Gilliam movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And they call him peddler like it's the 1800s I know. or something. It's so weird. And, and like it's Show a, me your wares, peddler. Yeah. <laughs> this is just, like, a thing they do from time to time? <laughs> just buy shit from this guy? They work in a jewelry store. You think you could, like, I don't know, get half-priced jewelry in Hockett or something? Yeah. Like, what are you... Doesn't she leave jewelry on the counter? Yeah. When she yeah. goes as... <laughs> And that's why her manager's so peeved when she gets back. I would Rightfully be too. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that they were going to set him up as like the douchey guy who's going to get some sort of comeuppance from Chucky later. Yeah. But I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a responsible manager. <laughs> yeah. But so now she has this doll and she brings it home. And of course, Andy loves it. He's thrilled. But she has to go back to work because of her dick boss. And so her friend, Aunt Maggie. Yeah babysits yeah it's that's so he the dad is not in the picture no but we don't understand why well it's sort of inferred i guess she they bought filmed... a doll a while ago the doll killed the dad <laughs> been having bad luck with these dolls no it's inferred that the that the father's died yeah and there's some cut scenes that say that outright but we have andy showing chucky around the apartment and talking to him very much in the way that kids talk to dolls and other inanimate objects. There's nothing weird about them. This yeah. is my room. This is this. This is that. But Chucky, some weird stuff starts happening. Stay with me here, Blaine. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Andy tells Aunt Maggie that Chucky wants to watch the 9 o'clock news. Yeah, I mean, what kid doesn't want to watch the 9 o'clock news? Well, it was Chucky that wanted to watch the 9 o'clock news. Well, is Chucky... Chucky's a kid too, right? He's like a doll that's a child-sized Pay attention, he was a serial killer (laughs) who had a spell that (laughs) we just talked about it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I blocked out. Um, No, but (laughs) the box that Chucky is is really big. Like, Chucky's a big doll. Chucky's almost as big as the kid. Right. And the box... She... Packs. I just she packs clothes because she gives him clothes as a present, and he thinks the box is the doll, right? Yes, right. And the the box that she packs like a pair of jeans in is fucking huge. I think she's I trying thought, to yeah. psych him out. Yeah, I thought but, it was going to be that she was like, "Oh no, I really got you the doll here." No, she's just saying, yeah, like, just messing with her kid. <laughs> I know. And then when she brings the actual doll in and it's like wrapped, he does. She's like, "Oh, this this is actually a, a present. It's not just groceries." Like, why would you wrap groceries in, in like, birthday paper in a big Chucky-sized box? Anyway, none of that. Maybe not in your house, but in mine. (laughs) Yeah, groceries are present enough. No, but so he's taking this this Chucky doll around. He's showing this Chucky doll. Yeah. Aunt Maggie puts Chucky and Andy to bed. Mm -hmm. But then she turns around and she finds Chucky watching the 9 o'clock news. Well, yeah, the TV comes on, kind of startles her. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. 
That's weird, right? <laughs> Wait, are you making sure? <laughs> like you were watching this movie and was like, I don't know. I'm watching this alone right now, but I think that's a bit weird. So she puts Chucky back to bed and then she goes off and does something else. And then Chucky attacks her with a hammer and like knocks her out the window where she falls like a ton of bricks. My favorite this is my favorite thing is is she turns around like the sugar's been knocked over or whatever mm-hmm. and she looks behind a potted plant cuz she thinks like a killer's there but the potted plant is like first of all like less than a foot tall like what murderer is going to hide behind Well that? she she like just assumes it's some kind of killer doll. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> from like the get go, she yeah. assumes it's killer. And then she turns around, and this like little hand comes up with a hammer and hits hits her on the head. And uh, Paul she, McCartney wrote a song about it. <laughs> She's fifteen feet from the window at yeah. this point. She slips, I guess, in the sugar. She goes. Over the kitchen table, like she's a hurtler, and she like goes right over, and she smashes through the window, yes. and fa- like it's it's an impossible set of events. Yeah, it's insane. And then the p- people are like, let's get a quarter on this. And, <laughs> like there's a hammer sized hole in her head, and then her body fell. Like that's all you need to see. <laughs> it's like this is an open and shut case. It's right? also it's Someone weird that murdered she does her. so little strangling. For someone whose name was literally the Strangler. Well, yeah. his, his hands are so tiny now. I, that's true. Yeah. Well, you can get a rope. <laughs> sure. Well, I think sure. it's weird that that's the sort of way that they chose to do it. Because I don't see Chucky as, like, that sort of killer. Yeah. You know, he, like... He's a slasher. The guy that we see, Charles Lee Ray, he seems more like like a criminal. Like, he knows voodoo. <laughs> He's probably <Yeah>. stealing <laughs> stuff. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> No, but he has a gun. All we see him doing is firing a gun at the beginning. Yeah. Why isn't he like a like shooter? Shooter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's a shooter McGavin? Yeah, he's like pulls out the gun. Come over here so I can strangle you. <laughs> like, what? What are you doing? Anyway, so the mom comes home after her shift and there's cops everywhere and yeah. that's troubling. <laughs> and she goes up and she's like, hey, where's Andy? <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is like what every movie does when someone comes to their own house. She never says it's her own house either. She just like goes in the line and runs yeah. and the guy's like, "Ah, there's a woman in total panic." Also, Better nobody let her through. Nobody yeah. stops her and explains anything. No. Or asks her if she lives there. They're like, "Yo, lady, welcome to the crime scene. Come on in." <laughs> oh, don't step on that blood. <laughs> but initially, Chris Sarandon suspects that Andy was the killer because they found all these flower footprints mm. on the counter. Oh, it was flower that knocked over. That's right. Yeah. Who would be walking on the counter with little footprints? Yeah. Maybe it was Andy to come see what the all hullabaloo was with a smashed window and the screaming. <laughs> like, like, why do you think this kid murdered this woman? It's insane to think that that's your first go-to. I think he probably got up on the counter and used a tiny hammer to hit her on the head. She, and then she careened 15 feet. Have you thought it could have been a uh, tiny doll possessed by a serial killer? <laughs> uh, Frank, you really, really got off the deep one this time. <laughs> yeah. And he he's not nice to her or the kid. They're, the kid's babysitter and aunt has been murdered. Mm-hmm. This woman's best friend and confidant has been murdered. And he's like, I think your son probably murdered this woman. Like, come on. Hey, what's man. that shoe you wear, kid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why are you treating Andy like this? If he says he doesn't know how those footprints got there, then he doesn't. Look, Mrs. Barclay, if somebody made those footprints, if not Andy, then who? I don't know. And I don't care. 
All I know is that I've just lost my best friend tonight to a horrible accident. And I would like some time alone with my son, who I'm sure is just as upset about this as I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'll clear everybody out of here right away. Okay? This is such a dick. Yeah. Oh, man. But he's evidently okay the next day, Andy, because he's cool to ship off to school. I mean, mom probably has to work. So he goes. <laughs> you got to pick up the shift that Aunt Maggie was supposed to have. It's just so crazy that she goes to work. Like, just stay home with your kid and explain life and death or something. Like, you yeah. got to be there for him. Just hold him. Yeah. Hold him. Maybe look at a new apartment. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. why would you be able to live with the trauma? <laughs> or in a crime scene at all. Like, yeah. they're still yeah. exploring it. Why is she allowed back in that house? But she drops him off at school. And he takes off. Yeah. He wanders Good, him. Great teachers at school. Great teachers. <laughs> Jesus. He and Chucky wander off to like some like creepy part of town. Yeah. They take the L train. Right. And then they're like about to go into this like old abandoned house when Andy says he needs to tinkle and he puts Chucky down and goes to do his business. Mm. And Chucky comes out and uh, murders a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes into this house and he kills his partner. This is the first time that we see. Why does he have a partner if he's just strangling people? This is what I wondered. <laughs> In my experience, you only uh, <laughs> edit point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether they're like we'll strangle people together. It'll be like a high five where we meet in the middle and there'll be someone's neck there. <laughs> like, I, why are they working together? On all right, this? time to spend all that. Oh, we forgot to take the money again. <laughs> Shoot, that's what I should have done. Yeah, yeah, it's so silly. It didn't really seem to uh, do anything, but we know that Chucky is, you know, becoming more and more psychotic. Yeah, well, his partner leaves him in the van because they, they have to have a creepy van if they're stranglers. So it was like at the beginning when he's like running away from the cops, the he gets shot, and the partner's like, "I'm getting out of here." So that's why he wants to kill him. I he's barely like, remember that, that. So there's also yeah. like when you hear that like the partner of the strangler is yeah. is still around, like that makes sense that Chucky's going to go around and kind of tie up loose ends. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason for him to kill the babysitter other than he's being a dick. And yeah. Then I was reading like let me watch the nine o'clock news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading like a oral history of of the franchise and it made a lot more sense reading about like the early drafts of the right. script because in the early drafts there was no serial killer it was called like blood buddy yeah and <laughs> chucky was a doll Jesus. that bleeds and yeah. the kid like puts his blood into chucky and uh that's what possessed him so the idea was it was oh, kind of that's like kind of cool it was kind of like the kid's alter ego was yeah. this oh, doll shit that's so good it is I love that. I do like it too. Yeah. So that's why it was like he killed like the babysitter that put him to bed. He kills yeah. like his dentist who he's afraid of, you know, like yeah, yeah, all, yeah. he kills his mom who he's resentful of because she's working all these crazy shifts and, you know, didn't yeah. give him his present. Speaking of which, what jewelry store is open at like 10 p.m. at night? Why is she working there when the, there's no – it's insane to me anyway. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so you never had to buy or sell some jewels at eleven o'clock at night. I didn't even. It was like a department store, but I guess, still, yeah. yeah, it was weird. Yeah. No, but so that that kind of when I read that, that kind of made more sense. And mm-hmm. I wonder if the new one is going to be more like that because the new one also has no serial killer. Yeah, we'll, we'll, oh, cool. we'll get into okay, that a little nice. bit. Yeah, but the mom starts to suspect that 
it is in fact Chucky that is doing all the bad things because she picks up the box and the batteries roll out and she's like, "What?" This is, this is one of my favorite parts because it's such a stupid twist, but it kind of makes a little bit of it sense. Kind of works. I loved like, it. I, oh, it's so stupid and funny. Yeah. Um, and and before this, before we the when he goes to the the partner's house too, he has. We see him move for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was kind of like impressed by this movie. Right. It's, it's 88 and they – it looks like animatronic stuff but like that looked like he like goes to get down from the counter and he kind of supports himself getting down. It looked really real and mm-hmm. creepy. Well, the first part of the movie plays with like the psychology of it. Yeah. It's mostly it's like, like – the Jaws kind yeah, of – Yeah. He's not moving. You know, he, the kid's holding him up to his ear. He's pretending to whisper or yeah, be yeah. whispered to or whatever. But then, yeah, Chucky really does start to move, which is impressive after a point. Yeah. Because it really seems like for the beginning they're trying not to make him do anything. Exactly. Because they're like, well, we can't do this. Like it's going to look bad. But then when they do it, it looks so good. Well, mm-hmm. I think it was about like restraint. And, and yeah. apparently that was like a big point of contention between like the director and the producers was – how uh, long you hold off the reveal of actually seeing Chucky move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look at Mike My- like Mike Myers is an iconic character and you don't see that mask for a long time. Well, you see the mask, but you don't see the killer for a long time. You mean Michael Myers. Michael Myers, yeah. <laughs> We've seen enough of Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so she goes and tracks down the homeless guy who mm-hmm. sold them the doll and she almost gets assaulted by him until the yeah. cop shows what, up. What is that about homeless people? All these guys gather to like witness the rape and stuff too. It's all fucked up. It's like who – I don't know. It's, it seems a little, like a little, little prejudice against homeless people, this movie, a little bit. I don't and, like peddlers. and peddlers. And peddlers. Peddlers have had a bad rap. Yeah, the peddling yeah, industry time. took a big hit after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they start to work together to track down Chucky, even though the cop doesn't really believe that the doll. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're a person that a doll is murdering people, do you go to the cops and say, a doll is murdering people and my son who's in an institution right now, you should get him out and I shouldn't join him because we're not crazy because there's a doll. I think I just wouldn't tell anyone about the doll. I think I'd have to do it myself because no one would believe you about the doll. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) She is pretty – I feel like she plays it wrong. She does – she does go in there and expect him to (laughs) understand. It's like I've figured it all out. (laughs) It's the doll that is killing people. So you can arrest the doll. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Why aren't you arresting the doll? (laughs) Do you not have handcuffs small enough? Just do it. Mm -hmm. But they figure out that uh, that the doll came from the toy store where – uh, Charles Lee Ray, where he shot the other guy. And then um, so they go and they start to track down him. So they go to Charles Lee Ray's place with its sex mural. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaky sex you, mural. You guys don't have a sex mural in your house? Oh, I have a sex mural. Oh, OK. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Just making sure that was normal. <laughs> and then they find out about the voodoo priest and they go to <laughs> – Thanks to a – a painting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This, God forbid mural. anyone should have to read something in this movie. It's all painted for them. <laughs> and then they go to the voodoo priest. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or do they go to the voodoo priest? Yeah, or does they Chucky do. get Chucky gets first? there first. Yeah, and then he like uses the voodoo guy's voodoo against him. Yeah. <laughs> he says at one point, he's like, never tell your clients where your voodoo doll of yourself is. It could end badly. And we're like, 
Yeah, why would anyone tell the, someone about the voodoo doll themselves? That seems like a bad. Like, are you drunk? Being like, hey guys, I have a voodoo doll of myself. Don't. It's don't common tell knowledge yeah. to not do that. Maybe That's don't. Why... Maybe don't teach any serial killers how to cheat death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the voodoo guy's like, "You're using this power for evil." <laughs> like, no kidding, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I misjudged you, Mister Strangler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but also, he tells him that the way to get out of the doll's body is he has to move into the body of the person he v- first revealed his true identity to, yes. which is Andy. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like some Calvin Ball rules right there. <laughs> That's that just making it up as you go along. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then he goes to get Andy from the psychiatric Ward, yeah, and uh, he kills a guy there with the ECT head thing. Oh yeah, the shock treatment. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, and it's then terrifying. and then he brings Andy back to uh, Andy's house, I guess, to do no, the no. ritual. Andy escapes, and Andy runs back to his house. Oh, yeah, uh, because that was a set they'd already built. <laughs> <laughs> it also it's, it's kind of like, Chucky played it wrong in the hospital because the doctor was going to sedate Andy and Andy was like no don't sedate me and then Chucky like stabs him in the leg when he's about to he's like oh god just wait a second Chucky like the kid's going to be yeah, out but in, a, in a minute Chucky doesn't want to wake up groggy <laughs> <laughs> he wants to wake up crystal clear and ready to kill you know <laughs> oh, god. yeah but then they all like race back there and uh, they interrupt the spell while Chucky is casting it and you know they fight with him and they eventually like they get him into the trap him in the fireplace yeah and then Andy gets the match and Andy they... has that last line <laughs> Which is? I can't remember. <laughs> I just remember it being like too long a line for a little kid to say. He was like four years old and he's like, you're going to burn too, bitch. And he like, drops he was not four years old. Why can you guys not tell how old kids are? He was like three months old. <laughs> oh, my God. Just a twinkle in his dad's eye. And uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was. They like light him on fire and then he comes back. And then the mom shoots his head off and shoots his arm off. Yeah, it's kind of like the the knight from the Monty Python sketch. Yeah, he's like shooting all his limbs off. And then it's find... also very Terminator esque. Yeah, that whole true. Sequence. Very much. And then they finally shoot him in the heart, and blood splatters everywhere. And finally, the nightmare is over. Yeah, yeah. And that's child's play. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they kill they kill him. They can't he can't possibly come back. There's no way for him to come back after that. Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll be back after this break <laughs> with some uh trivia and I've got some behind the scenes stuff oh, about wow. child's play. Okay. After the break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to Rewatchability. We are talking about Child's Play, the 1988 movie directed by Tom Holland. 
yeah, Spider-Man? Like the Spider-Man kid, right? He was just a baby when he made this. He probably wasn't even existent yet. No, yeah. it's, it's the Tom Holland who uh, made Fright Night and uh, oh. uh, he wrote Psycho 2. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he delivers. He delivers. Thinner, like, the Stephen King movie. I did see that. And the Langoliers. Yeah. Oh, and Langoliers. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to watch that one, too. Oh, I know, me too. I remember Freaked my mom telling me about Langoliers. Having wa- She's told me about watching it on TV the night before, and it's one of the scariest things that I've ever <laughs> heard. Yeah. Yeah, it was scary when I watched it when I was a kid. My mom's scary. <laughs> if you can't get Mick Garris, Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a few trivia questions for you. Mm-hmm. They're not super tough. I don't want to overexert you. What was the name of the doll? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are child's play. Thank you, Blaine. Okay, Okay, so the first question, and this one, it was also suggested by our listener, David, who suggested that we watch child's play. I forgot to mention, so shout out to him. Thanks, David. So Chucky's full name in the movie Charles Lee Ray references three real-life killers. Who are they? James Earl Ray. Mm -hmm. David Uh, Lee Roth. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And uh, oh, uh, H. A. Ray. Yeah, you know, what's his face? The the one who killed Lennon. The the writer of Curious George. <laughs> uh, John Wilkes Booth. No. <laughs> so he was named after Mark David Chapman. N- no. <laughs> he was named after Charles Manson. Oh. Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, I was close with uh, John Wilkes Booth and yeah. James Earl Ray. Well, I got that one. Yes, you did get that yeah. one. Jam gets one point. You lose points for <laughs> what? besmirching David Lee Ross' good name. <laughs> the only thing he's he a killed musician. The only thing he killed was the scatting in just a gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> this I found really interesting. So I wonder if you guys will know this one, Jam. I suspect you might have some knowledge. Before Brad Dourif's voice was used for Chucky, there was another actor who recorded lines for the doll. Which actor was it? Oh, I think I do know this. Was it it the Freddy Krueger guy? Robert Englund? Yeah. No. Damn it. Jam? It was Jessica Walter. Yeah. (laughs) From Arrested Development. From Arrested Development. What? Yeah, that's right. They had uh, they tried a few different things for the voice. At first, they tried to use a digital effect and sort of make it like a Robbie the Robot sort of thing. Sure. That was not scary. <laughs> and then they tried the mom from Arrested Development. She had been in Play Misty for me, which yeah. she played a stalker. So they thought that she would be appropriately threatening. Sure. And she's very creepy in uh, Play Misty for me, too. Oh, she's great. So it's not a, it's not a crazy choice. No, no, no. And she's like a fantastic actress. But they felt that it didn't work for the humor. And also Don Mancini said that it made Chucky sound gay. Oh. <laughs> cool, Mancini. <laughs> Yeah. Can't delete those tweets. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so they got Brad Dourif to do it. Yeah. And, uh, well, he was already playing. Yes, uh, he was already playing the thing. I feel like right. that's, a, that's a good contextual choice <laughs> for, for playing the doll. <laughs> yes, but they had already recorded the voice parts and done the animatronics to match up with Jessica Walters. Um, oh. 
voice. Wow. And in the new one, for the first time in a movie, Chucky will not be voiced by Brad Dourif. Do you know who's playing Chucky in this one? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, that's is awesome. Kind of crazy because I sort of feel like they give a very similar performance in yeah, general. Like Brad Dourif sort of sounds like a Mark Hamill type voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. His Chucky voice is not dissimilar from like his Joker voice. No. Yeah. No. I mean, it's. I mean, Brad Dourif's. I haven't actually heard what Hamill sounds like in the new one. Yeah, maybe he's bringing a, a new sort of spin to it. But mm-hmm. uh, it seems like it's sort of like the same guy. Like, why not just get Brad Dourif again? Like, they're the same generation of actor, you know? Like, maybe get a younger guy. Yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> get him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I – yeah, I mean, I love Mark Hamill. But, of course. But Brad Dourif is uh, – yeah, so it's an iconic performance, and he's such a such a wonderful actor. Like we said, mm-hmm. I part of the reason I wanted to watch this movie was because I've been rewatching Deadwood. Yeah, and his, his performance of that is one of my favorites, my favorite TV performances ever. I'd say mm-hmm. he's so great. He's so. great. Okay, third question. So, one thing that isn't child's play <laughs> is romance. Yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, For get, one actress, <laughs> they found romance on the Child's Play set. Who hooked up on the set of Child's Play? You said actress, right? Maybe. Because uh, <laughs> there's two actresses on the <laughs> set. Yeah, it was the 80s. There weren't a lot of, <laughs> a lot of work. There was two actresses. There was one person of color who was a voodoo priest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, know. I know. As soon as that happened, yep, I was like, yep. oh, God. Oh man! Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Okay, so Catherine Hicks, who played the mom, mom in Seventh Heaven, she met and fell in love with Jeff Yeager, who was the special effect and makeups artist uh, on the film, who designed Chucky. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a crazy couple. Crazy couple. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't know. Did they like, st- <laughs> did they stay together or it was just a, a brief romance? They're still together. Wow. They have four kids. Yeah. Charles, Chucky, Charles <laughs> Jr. <laughs> yeah, so it's a nice little thing yeah. that came out of the Child's Play franchise. Yeah. Which is good because there are some bad things. Oh, no. What well, are the bad I things? Don't, this is the behind the scenes portion. So, first, let's talk about. Child's Play in general, you mentioned that originally they were going to have the the Blood Brothers plot. Blood Buddy? Yeah, yeah Blood Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so the script was written by Don Mancini. It was influenced by a lot of the toys of the 80s, like Cabbage Patch Kids we mentioned before. But there was also a line of dolls called My Buddy, right. which were specific. My Buddy, My Buddy. Is that how it went? You're scaring me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I remember that, kind of. Is it? I, yeah, it could be. It could be. I don't have that memory. I blocked it out of my mind. But it was this doll that was specifically designed for boys because most dolls traditionally have been marketed towards girls. And this was supposed to teach compassion and caring right. to young boys. Take a hammer. <laughs> my buddy. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. Wherever I go, he goes, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, I'll teach him everything that I know. Then 
then they made Child's Play, which almost completely destroyed the My Buddy franchise of dolls. (laughs) After that point, they basically shuttered the entire line because... It was so associated with the Child's Play franchise. It was just uncomfortable for everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were a lot of talking dolls at that point. I remember having a Teddy Ruxpin doll. Yeah. You put the tape in the back. And he definitely like, killed some people. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, totally, man. Yeah, killed my there's, father. There's blood on his paws. <laughs> <laughs> That's not honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Teddy Ruxpin was uh, creepy. There were a lot of a lot of the talking dolls. This one in particular looks a lot like Chucky. Mm. Like it has the same sort of overalls and the t-shirt yeah. sort of yeah. thing. Because it was also a cartoon, wasn't it? Or was that just the the, uh, the commercials that I'm thinking of? Everything was a cartoon yeah, in the 80s. But so once he sold the script, it went through a number of changes, including dropping all of that. Though it is interesting, which is why I think it gets brought up in all the trivia, because yeah. uh, it sounds like a, a more interesting movie, maybe, than this yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Voodoo Doctor stuff is, I mean, just kind of racist. And the it would have been nice... T- because, like, why did the Strangler have to – why couldn't the Voodoo – anyway, it, none of it really made sense. Like, it made sense to, like, have this kid uh, give the blood and then it would be an extension of him. That's so yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Then there was also – there was one draft where it was – the serial killer was, like, being executed. Yeah. Like, electrocuted. And at the same time, like, they made this doll and, you know, somehow because right. of electricity it transferred yeah. the soul or something. Oh, yeah. I also forgot to mention that uh, there's that episode of The X-Files where basically that happens – and the guy is also played by Brad Dourif. Oh, shit, you're right. And wasn't that he, the one Stephen King wrote? I could cool. be wrong. <laughs> if only I had a tiny computer in my pocket to check these things. <laughs> but, but there, well, there, there also, I, I just want to mention, there is like a lineage of like scary doll stories. For like, sure. You know, I know the writer talked about like the Twilight Zone episode mm-hmm. with, I think, Telly Savalas was like the dad. Right. And uh, who bought his kid a, a creepy talking doll. And then the other point of reference they had in this movie apparently was uh, Trilogy of Terror, mm-hmm. which was like a TV horror movie written by Richard Matheson with sort of three sort of vignettes. And the third one is about Karen Black being stalked by like this, I think some kind of like... Tr- African tribal doll uh-huh. that she has is <laughs> okay. also probably okay. wildly problematic. But uh-huh. but in terms of like the yeah having this little uh, little doll in her home kind of terrorizing her, I think they yeah. took some of the point of view shots in this movie from from that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It was a contentious set. Um, apparently, Tom Holland changed a lot of the things from the original draft. And so Don Mancini and the other writer were effectively barred from set when they tried to protect their script from being made. There was also some stuff about the director maybe bullying the kid who played Andy so that he could get the performance that yeah. he wanted out of him. Yeah. Yeah. But the movie did go on to make six sequels. Uh, the, it was sold, as you mentioned, by the company, which is where the, the split sort of rights comes from. But all the others were done by, I think it was MGM or something like that. The sequels? Yeah. I think it was Universal. Oh, yeah. Universal yeah. did all the sequels. But Don Mancini is the guy who's been involved in all of them to the point of directing the last three from Seed of Chucky on. And 
they've continued and they have like, I guess, their own fandom and people are into them. But they're like increasingly more about like the universe of Chucky and about like the Jennifer Tilly character. And Jennifer Tilly's even in one of them as Jennifer Tilly and the Jennifer Tilly doll possesses Jennifer Tilly for some reason. <laughs> okay. Like it just that's, gets That's when you know you jumped the shark right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. But it's ridiculous, but it's become like a huge franchise. In the new yeah. movie, he's not going to be a serial killer as you alluded to. He's in fact going to be a killer robot. Okay. Yeah. Like a robot doll? <laughs> Yeah, like he has AI and like the AI went wrong and now it's, you know, going to kill all humans. Oh, man. Well, I think I I don't know. That could be really bad. But I think probably what they're trying to comment on is this real world. You know, it's it's a point of contention, I think, of of where they do have these sort of smart toys Mm -hmm. that are essentially recording children. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like, I mean, there was a Barbie one and I think there's some others. Yeah, Yeah. Like and. There's the potential they could be hacked. There are things like that. And then there's even just not trusting the toy companies not to, like, record children and use that information for marketing purposes. Yeah. Like, I – yeah, if they kind of take that idea and and explore it in the horror genre, I think that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. What it feels to me is kind of like a zeitgeist grab, though, where they're like, everyone's talking about fucking AI. Let's, uh, let's do something with that. Yeah. And then they're like, ah, oh, Chucky. And I don't know. It feels kind of like – how can we be relevant with this mm-hmm. now instead of being like, how can we reinvent it in the most interesting way? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was reading some stuff that talked about how the original Chucky movies were sort of tied up in the whole satanic panic that happened in the late 80s. So in the 80s, everyone was afraid of the devil. Right. <laughs> we didn't have real things to be afraid of. <laughs> we were all like, you know, as far as we know, the world's not going to overheat and turn into a crisp. It's probably just going to be Satan decides it's time to take our souls. Yeah. And the way he does that is with He-Man toys. <laughs> with He-Man toys. But there were a couple of real-life cases where Chucky was brought up as an example of something which may have influenced young people to commit really terrible crimes. Sure. Th- those were all debunked, No. Yes. I, I, I mean, not not debunked, but I don't think, like, the evidence was weighted towards... There were lots of other factors other than the fact that they may have seen a child's play movie. Yeah. But there is a very famous case in England involving two 11-year-old boys who murdered another child, and they say that one of these kids... Watch Child's Play 3 before it happened. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Because wasn't it like it was based on the fact that like their dad rented Child's Play 3? Something like that. But then in the trial, they're like. It conclusively be shown that they had watched the movie. Yeah. And there was another case. Like, I don't want to be held accountable for all the crazy stuff my dad watches. They might just ping the link in assassination on you. That's right. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, it is obviously uh, a sad case, but it does seem like it was, yeah, an offshoot of that satanic panic culture. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think the media was quick to like draw any sort of connections that they could, especially when they were sensationalistic, like tying it to a, a, a popular movie franchise. Yeah. I mean, I think the media wants to be able to point 
fingers and it's been happening time and time again with any school shooting. They're like, well, the shooter listened to this music or watched that thing. They always try to tie it into something that we've made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, one thing when I was reading about it, I, I was interested in is uh, the actor who who played Chucky when he wasn't a puppet was uh, a little person named Ed Gale. Uh-huh. And uh, he seems like an interesting character because they he, they also had to like set him on fire. Oh my! God. Right? Yes, because yeah. there were some scenes where I was like, "That looks like a person in there," and yeah. it was actually a person in there. Yeah, and it was this, and he came. I think he like he came back for one of the movies, and then he left again because like they used the word midget in right. publicity, and he was like, "That's you know an That's offensive word," up. and yeah. I'm not you know I'm not going to be a part of that, and. Uh, yeah, he seems like an interesting guy. He did say one kind of crappy thing about the production of the movie was even though like he was performing Chucky every time, like I said, he wasn't a puppet, you know, as much as, you know, the guy who played Darth Vader played Darth Vader, but yeah. they still just credit him as like a stunt performer because right. he wasn't entitled to certain residuals that an actor would if right. he was credited oh, that's as that. too bad. That's he deserves yeah. those residuals. Yeah. He'd be making pretty penny with this continuous universe they have going. Well, I don't think the latter ones have made money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you They're pretty right. direct to video. This movie also, there was a lot of stuff cut out of it as we talked about earlier like the whole beginning of the movie there was supposed to be this scene where chris sarandon was in drag wait what (laughs) it's like undercover cop yeah that's right he was supposed to uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was supposed to be dressed up as a drunk woman and then the strangler is supposed to come up to strangle this person and he's like aha I'm Chris Sarandon. <laughs> or he just goes tighter. <laughs> like, oh, God, no, Chris Sarandon. <laughs> but that's why the movie, when it starts, it's it's so jarring, I found, how it just opens into this, like, police chase that we don't have any context for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is pretty weird. because I needed like... to see a man in a dress, is what I was saying. <laughs> it is weird to be like, there's a strangler. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> You're shooting. He like ducks into an alleyway and he's like, oh, this is this the door to a toy story that I can – to a toy store that I can put my – yeah, everything is very easy. There was other <laughs> stuff like in the insane asylum and he was going to make friends with like a little girl. They uh, have that in the movie, yeah. And That's- then there – yeah, there was the whole when Chucky comes into the insane asylum to get in there. So they cut out all of that. Apparently, like, the work print was three hours. <laughs> That's too long. Well, luckily, they cut it down. For the most part, it's still, it still works. Yeah, because the mom is, like, speaking to a little girl. And I was like, why is she speaking? And she's like, yeah, I just spoke to that little girl. She said that, that he's going to my house where I told him he should go if yeah. he ever is lost. Like, well, why would you need to talk to a little girl? Yeah. It was so weird. <laughs> to know that he might go to his home. Yeah. Also, you're an institution. That little girl might be lying to you. Yeah. She's got a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she's Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's just go around. Blaine, what did you think of Child's Play? The I, original? I was I was pleasantly surprised. It was a stupid movie, but I think it, it kind of – embraced the stupidity at times and made it big and fun and weird and funny. Like there's some funny moments in it. It kind of feels like a horror comedy, mm-hmm. especially when Chucky is talking and or they don't like they don't make moments big. Like when the little kid is like, 
Chucky says you're a bitch. Uh, and, Logan, and she's like, that's not nice to say. Uh, anyway, uh, they don't make it like a big thing. They don't make it like a horrifying – like today it would be like, Chucky says you're a bitch. Boom. Yeah. You know? And My mom would have washed my mouth out with soap. Yeah. Like, like, it felt like the mom was used to that abuse. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, my son, the sailor. But she did, it was weird. So I feel like there's – kind of embraced its humor at, at points and it was big and fun and wild and I thought that the animatronics were pretty great for the time and when Chucky's moving when the, the actor is in the suit it was yeah it felt so real and, and kind of scary at times like there were a lot of times where I was like oh ho, ho, no like when Chucky gets out of the elevator to go into the apartment and we see a, a, a an undershot through the glass bricks that make up the floor mm-hmm. and we just see Chucky's shadow becoming like a big person as he's like walking through it, it, that is a stunning image and really beautiful and speaks volumes to what's about to happen so i thought there's there's some actually great filmmaking in in the movie too so i i kind of i liked it what about you jam yeah i liked it too yeah i thought it was yeah there were moments that were actually funny and suspenseful and I mean, it, yeah, it worked for me. I mean, there's certain things that don't hold up, certainly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed what, it for the most like part. You didn't like the voodoo guy? <laughs> I, I, I mean, even in terms of, like, it being, like, uh, <laughs> a little iffy <laughs> to watch today. <laughs> I, but I think it was even just, like, too much plot. Like, we didn't yeah. – like, maybe they should have gone back to the version where it was just kind of this weird – circumstantial thing that happened i yeah i don't know but yeah no i really enjoyed it actually i thought it was i thought it was good yeah it surprised me yeah for sure there's uh, a lot of plot holes there's a lot of like why would anyone do that or why would anyone react that way that i think like audiences now might have a problem with but i yeah i wasn't expecting much which is why i think it it, it hit me yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it was i think it was pretty good what about you I also think it was pretty good. Uh, bandwagon? Just yeah. jumping on? Uh. No, I was really surprised. I think that it's a movie that is sort of like has one foot in like older psychological horror movies and another foot in the sort of slasher 80s horror movies like Freddy Krueger and mm-hmm. Jason and all of that. There is some stuff that I really like. Like the way that it, they shoot the buildings and everything sort of reminds me of The Exorcist. Yeah. And – there's some real moments of like tension and horror and moments where you're not really sure what's going to happen or what you should expect. And then there's a lot of parts that are just sort of like clunky, like when they're like killing Chucky, it's like, just fucking kill the thing, man. It's like, yeah, it's got to come back 40 times, but like, it just seems like he won't die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And not in like the good way. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a bit clunky, but I was, like, pleasantly surprised by the parts of it that did work. Do you guys feel like it's been watered down by all the sequels? Like, a big reason why I never saw this was just because once there's seven, eight sequels of something, that doesn't really say anything good for a franchise at that point, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I think it's it's hard to go back and watch it, like, having been exposed to so many Chucky movies and so many parodies. Like, I, I imagine if you were just watching this movie and they do have that kind of slow burn building up to when he comes to life and seeing Chucky, you know, talk for the first time, that yeah, I think that probably would have been a, an even more fun reveal, you know, in, in mm-hmm. a theater in 1988. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's rewatch Billy. 
for this week.、Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to rate us while you're there and leave a little review. If you'd like to suggest a movie, you can do so on Facebook or Twitter or at rewatchability at gmail dot com. Yeah, you can go to our website and leave a voice message for us too. That's、Speak、right. We、button. have a voice thing too. Yeah, and we'll put your voice into a small little doll. And,、uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> See you next week. 